Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. How could we eliminate fossil fuels and all the carbon emissions that they create? So last week, you may recall that I did a post on Jewel Unlimited, a company that claims that in 2012, they will be able to produce virtually unlimited liquid hydrocarbons, namely diesel fuel, using bacteria. The company further claims that they'll be able to do this at a rate of 15,000 gallons of diesel fuel per acre, and that the diesel fuel will cost the equivalent of oil if it were at $30 per barrel. Now, this is miraculous if they pull it off. And I did talk about it in my podcast. I also posted it on the blog. And what was interesting was the reaction to that. 
almost universally, people thought one of two things, either that the oil companies, because they want to make billions of dollars a year in revenue from oil, are going to come in and crush this effort and any effort like it so that none of these uh, bacteria-generated or algae-generated liquid hydrocarbons ever make it to market, or people thought that this company is lying in order to raise money, that they are just making up these claims and that there is absolutely no truth to it. I don't think their claims are false because there are lots of companies pursuing the same kind of activity either in the bacteria or in the algae space, and the number of companies would imply that there really is something there. But the conspiracy theory thing is kind of interesting, if you think about it, because historically there is a fair amount of evidence that the oil companies do participate in conspiracy theory kind of stuff. For example, there was the dismantling of the rapid transit system in Los Angeles. There was... Prohibition, which many think was put in place not because of the problems of drinking alcohol, but because of the problems of making ethanol as a fuel. Things like that do make you think. So I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, okay, let's say that these conspiracy theories are true. And there were so many people that came up with this kind of comment that you know it made me think this is a deeply seated belief in the United States. So let's say these theories are true. How could you get around it? What could you do that would make it impossible for the oil companies to stop the effort to create liquid hydrocarbons from bacteria or algae? My thinking took me in this direction. One way to get around the conspiracy would be to widely publicize instructions for a fuel production system that any normal do-it-yourself type maker person could easily build in his or her backyard. Imagine if a system like that existed. You invest a couple hundred bucks and suddenly you can make your own fuel essentially for free in your backyard. If thousands of people were doing this, there would be no way to squash that movement, and that would give small companies the cover they need to grow fuel in bigger batches, and soon fossil fuels would be a thing of the past. The funny thing is, the more I think about this, the more realistic it seems. This might actually be a project that falls within the abilities of normal do-it-yourself folks and, more importantly, the maker community. Think about the pieces needed to pull this off. First, we need the ability to grow algae. Now, this is not a complicated problem. Anybody who's left a bucket out on the back porch that has rainwater in it has seen algae grow right before their very eyes. So any kind of large plastic barrel or an inexpensive above-ground swimming pool can be used to grow algae. Algae, like lots of other plants, produce oil. You know, corn produces corn oil, soybeans produce soybean oil, so algae produces algae oil. We next need a way to separate that oil from the algae. Now this isn't trivial, but it's not impossible either. You can dry the algae and then you can press the algae, sort of like you press olives to get olive oil. You can press the algae to get the algae oil out of it. There's no magic here. And the sun can do the drying, so it's not like we need energy to dry out the algae. Now with that oil, you can do one of two things. You can burn oil directly in a diesel engine. You have to do a little bit of modification to heat the oil up, especially in winter, 
or it's not going to flow properly and it's going to gum up the engine. But when Mr. Diesel invented the diesel engine, he intended vegetable oil to be the source of fuel. So this is not an unusual thing to do to a diesel engine. But if you don't want to use liquid vegetable oil in your diesel engine, then you have the option of taking that algae oil and turning it into biodiesel. This again is not trivial, but it's also not impossible. And it's something that just about anybody could do in their garage if they wanted to. Now, whether you use straight vegetable oil or biodiesel in a car, you have successfully grown fuel in your backyard at low cost on your own, and there really isn't any way for anybody to stop you from doing this. If we wanted to turn this into a widespread do-it-yourself movement, what would we have to do? What's missing? There's really only two things. The first is a set of complete step-by-step instructions with all the kinks worked out so that someone can pick up these instructions and start making fuel in their backyard without it being a real problem or without them making a lot of mistakes or without anything blowing up, which is impossible. You can't really blow anything up while you grow algae and press oil out of it. But it would be nice to know how to make the press and what to feed the algae and so on. So step-by-step instructions would help. The second thing we need is good strains of algae that produce a lot of oil. This, too, is something that the maker community could grab a hold of. The discovery and or the creation of algae strains is something that's fathomable. One way to do it would be to go out into nature and gather different strains of algae from different ponds, separate it into its different species, grow them, and see which strain of naturally occurring algae produces the most oil. It's also getting easier and easier for makers to do biotech at home or in rented facilities because biotech equipment and biotech procedures have gotten a lot less expensive and a lot easier. So you could imagine a part of the maker community going out and trying to create to bioengineer their own algae strain that produces a lot of oil. Then it would just be a matter of making these high oil algae strains available to people so that they can use them in their backyard algae growing pools. So just imagine what would happen if this could be pulled off, if the instructions could be developed, if the processes could be simplified, if a strain of algae could be found that produces a really high quantity of oil per cubic meter of water, then we would be on the cusp of the elimination of fossil fuels. It's one of the most important problems humankind needs to solve, and it would be great if do-it-yourselfers and the maker community could make it happen. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And don't forget to check out the BrainStuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. You can also follow BrainStuff on Facebook or Twitter at BrainStuffHSW. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Dare. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.